Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coach's Corner where we talk with other coaches and people who inspire, move, and motivate people to action. Listeners will learn about coaching and the many coaching niches and have an opportunity to ask questions of the many wonderful coaches who are my guests. We'll also take your questions and you might even have the opportunity for live coaching right here on the show. I'm Coach Andrew from Ingenuity Coaching. I help people transitioning from corporate America to entrepreneurship, and my mission is to inspire and challenge you to dream big dreams, and with my coaching, help you to manifest those dreams into reality. You can visit my website at www.myfuturecoach.com. If you're listening live tonight and you want to call in with a question, the phone number here is 646-929-2893. Again, that's 646 646- 929-2893. We also have a live chat room right on the show page. You, you can feel free to join in. You can post questions there. My guest tonight is Elizabeth Joy Mueller, the Savvy Soul Messenger. Elizabeth is dedicated to easing women through the transition of becoming more aware of their souls in their everyday life. For over 20 years, Elizabeth has explored her own soul calling by indulging her passions She's trained with a prominent mystic in the Midwest, studied yoga with the masters in India, visited both Buddhist monasteries and Hindu temples, and trekked through the Himalayas. You can take a look at her newest offering at soulcallingsonline.com slash blog. Elizabeth, are you here? Yes, I am. Welcome to Coach's Corner. Thank you so much. It's really a pleasure to be here, and I'm, I'm really excited to... Um, yeah, be here this evening and talk about soul callings and everything else. <laughs> all right. So first of all, what is soul calling? Yes, it's a great question. Um, a soul calling is a very um, powerful calling that comes through you, and it's something that keeps coming, keeps kind of tapping on your shoulder in this very gentle way, and. It's very central to your heart. It's very central to how you express who you are, how you create your life. And when you're following your soul callings, you're really in flow. Your, your whole life just it feels in flow. Good things come to you. You feel happier more often than not. And when you're not following your soul callings, um, you might actually even feel quite accomplished in a lot of areas of your life, but there's still something that's kind of calling through you that still wants to be expressed. Um, and it's very central to who you are and um, how you express who you are in a very authentic way in your life. So an authenticity is really uh, very important here. Absolutely. It's actually very central because a soul calling is not like a goal or an objective, which we all have lots of those in our lives. A soul calling is something that's that's much closer to the heart. And as a result of it being much closer to the heart and being more central to how you express who you are, there's also um, a lot more risk in following a soul calling than, for instance, just setting up a goal or setting up certain objectives that you want to achieve in your life Um, because it's really um, paramount to who you are and how you express and create in your life. So the the soul calling is kind of like that that thing that really that that really comes from way deep down that's 
yelling and screaming out. Maybe you're not hearing it, though. Well, it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's true, because a lot of us are really accomplished in certain areas of our lives. And we've, we've gone out, we've, we've, you know, done certain things that we set out to do, and we've achieved certain, um, you know, goals and, and certain things that we wanted to do. And yet there's kind of something that's still, like, tapping quietly on your shoulder, and it's just like, if I would just do that or if I just would try that, and, and yet there's just, like, too much risk in a way, or there's just too much fear. Maybe it would upend my life too much. Um, but yet it won't go away. And and sometimes there's a lot of risk in not following your soul callings. Um, and that, you know, can definitely lead you down a road of, of just, like, feeling sad, of feeling like you're not really uh, achieving the things you want to achieve or doing the things you want to do or living the life that you really, truly desire. So, so what, what, what happens with someone who, uh, you know, I, I, when you find your soul calling and you're living into that, uh, what about if you're, maybe you can't put that into, uh, say, action in your career or you can't put that action into one way? Are, are there ways that you can uh, experience your soul calling, you know, manifesting this in a way that's not necessarily going to threaten your everyday existence or upend your life? Mm-hmm. You're Absolutely. That's a, yeah, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Because one of the ways in which I work with people is to really bring you into a presence so that you're really present in your life as it is. And then from there, you can really start to create what it is you want to bring through. So for some people that I've worked with, um, after a number of months of working, their lives on the outside don't necessarily look different. But how they're living their life, how they're responding, how they're feeling about themselves, how they're um, sort of like um, sort of feeling in their lives and, and the different things they're involved in feels much more at peace, at ease. Um, there's more of an openness. There's more just like the, their relationships feel more loving. They, they're just coming from a place that's very centered, very present in their lives. And it's like a year ago perhaps they were, for instance, one of my clients was dying to leave her job. Every day she was thinking about how she was going to get out of her job um, because she just felt so unhappy. And this year she's actually, she's in the same job. It, her, you know, the, the parameters of what she's doing every day haven't dramatically changed. But she feels so different that she's actually even finding enjoyment in her job and finding ways to, like, really bring out who she is and really um, show up in a way that's very different than where she was at um, last year. So different, different how? Give me uh, more. Give me more there. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing she said very specifically to me was that she just has like a lot more room um, for herself and for just allowing things to kind of come through her life without a lot of judgment. She's, she feels like she doesn't have as much judgment towards herself, and as a result, she has a lot less judgment towards others and other situations. For instance, one way, so one way this manifested for her was um, just feeling really different in her job and being able to just show up and enjoy herself and be present um, in her day-to-day work. Another way this showed up was that, uh, you know, one of her uh, kind of heart's callings, we'll call it, was that she wanted to start dating and getting out there and meeting someone. And what she's been able to do after working with me is 
just be able to go out on dates and have fun and enjoy herself, enjoy the man she's with, enjoy the process, enjoy learning about new people, and just feels much more open to the whole experience rather than coming at it with judgment for herself, judgment for others, um, and sort of kind of locking herself down. Now it's actually become a really fun, enjoyable process for her, and she's having a lot of fun with it. So, so if I'm hearing you correctly, one of the things that's really changing is, is not necessarily the, the situation or the facts of the case, but how somebody is, what, what, what's their perspective, what are the things that are, how are they looking at things, how are they doing, how are they experiencing it? it. It may not necessarily be entirely different. Yes, that's definitely um, one way that the shifts come through. It's, it's like an internal lining up that, that happens that that's just has you feeling really different about living your life. And because you've been able to make a change to, uh, at the core. Mm-hmm. So it's a, this is like a, a very important core kind of change. It's more like a, like a transformational type of change. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. When I work with people, I'm working with the whole person. So I'm working um, with the physical body, with the emotional body, with the mental body, and with the spiritual body so that you're, um, it's very integrated into all of who you are. You know, by the way, I, I live in a very, very, you can hear, very noisy neighborhood. And the, one, the, the funny thing is that I can be here for hours and you don't hear a single ambulance, but whenever I start the show, action happens. I don't know if that means something. <laughs> well, I think it's just part and parcel with living in New York City. No, but it's always the timing of it. I mean, I could be, you know, I'm sitting here quietly, you know, getting ready to do the show and go having my dinner and doing whatever else and nothing. And almost the moment I start, there's a, a parade of uh, ambulances and police cars that that go run down Broadway. I just thought I'd mention that. Absolutely. So if anybody's listening and you're going, why? Every time I listen to the show, there's always a bunch of ambulances sometime around the beginning of the show. That's why. Anyway. You need lights, action, and, and uh, sound to get going, I guess. Absolutely. But it's, I, 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 I'm sure this is something that we're, we're drawing uh, some very mystical power here that creates <laughs> the ambulances. Absolutely. So one of the things that you, something you have on your webpage that really uh, kind of made me laugh with, you have a, a line about get your secret Dakota ring for navigating life's challenges and answer the call of your soul. And I, the reason it makes me laugh is because you know, those of us under a certain age, well, which is not me, um, would probably not even know what is the secret Dakota ring. Of course, I remember those from my childhood. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, the secret decoder ring is starting, is really, it's pretty simple. It's actually just really allowing the soul to start coming through your life, allowing you to like open to what, um, what can come through and the magic that can come into your life. Well, I know that's what you mean, but just if, if anybody looking at that, if they're, I, I, I'm, I'm going to imagine somebody who, who's in their 20s or 30s might say, what's a secret decoder ring? And those were those. If you, you might get them in a in a box of Cracker Jack, or uh, I think you had to. There was a, a actually a TV show of some sort. You had to uh, right away, maybe with a box top, and get some special ring that would let you read the the secret messages that were put out on the show. And I love how you were able to incorporate that line into your into what you're doing there. It's just 
it just kind of uh, tickled me. Mm-hmm. Well, the amazing thing about what I do is that everyone can learn how to do it for themselves, and everyone can bring this into their life to start to tune into this and start to recognize it and start to integrate it into who they are. It's, it's, it's not outside of them, and it's something I can teach you and I can show you how to do. So I want to hear more about, uh, about you, Elizabeth, how you've, how you've come to, to uh, create this. And uh, I know that you say you have explored your own soul calling by indulging your passions. And some of the things you've done have been fairly remarkable. I'd love to hear more about them. Absolutely. I am definitely the poster child for exploring soul callings, both the ones that um, are really true to the heart and the ones that you try to avoid. <laughs> so I have lots of experience on the full range uh, for sure. Yeah, I've been, um, I've been really lucky in my journey to, um, you know, I guess have like a strong inclination to go for certain things, um, you know, and really research. I'm a, you know, researcher at heart, so I want to know everything I can about uh, my topic and get out there and get in the field. My, you know, my first passion was anthropology. So it's just like natural for me to want to go out there and research and learn about things and, and talk to people and try just try to soak up as much as I can, um, you know, about life and what's out there and, and how to like even get the most out of my life as well. So, so you were, I know you've also been called the anthropologist of the soul. And so you were an actual anthropologist. Mm, I actually... Um, I definitely have been in the field. I actually um, went and lived in Africa. I did live um, in a village on the edge of the Sahel there, and I did anthropological work and international development. But I was never actually like a, a working professional anthropologist. Oh, okay. But that was your that was your what, your field of study. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now to be the anthropologist of the soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Um, I've kind of evolved my uh, my tagline to be the savvy soul messenger yes. because a, a lot of people get confused about what an anthropologist is. A lot of people actually call me the archaeologist of the soul uh, because a lot of people get those two disciplines kind of confused. So it was a hard one for for people to kind of grasp. Um, in a general sense, I mean, it makes sense to a lot of people, but um, it was just uh, a little bit easier to go with the savvy soul messenger. It has a, a it's a little alliterative as well. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of fun. Savvy soul. That's yes. very, so now I know that I noticed that you you when I'm reading through your website, you you do it seems like you do a lot of work with women. Are you work exclusively with women, or do you work with men and women? Mm-hmm. That's a great question, actually. Um, a lot of my materials. Um, are now targeted towards uh, supporting women and their journeys. Um, however, as we all know, the soul doesn't really have a gender. So naturally, I can support anyone who is ready to to bring this through in their life, to, to step into a more authentic expression of themselves. And it doesn't necessarily, um, you know, it's not dictated by gender. However, there are a lot of women out there right now who have accomplished a lot. And yet there's still something that, um, you know, might be calling to them that might still be sort of tapping them on the shoulder that's just yet unfulfilled. Um, and so in that sense, the, you know, the, the, that's the kind of the client that I'm looking for at this time because I can really support them and really help them 
um, get where they want to be and uh, and really start to listen to themselves, their own tuition on a much deeper level, on a more regular basis in their life. Sure. So could you tell me a little bit more about the, the process, uh, how you work with somebody to help them find their soul calling? Mm-hmm. Well, I have a number of different programs that I'm offering right now. Um, and working one-on-one with me, um, you, you generally we generally do uh, about a 75-minute session once a week. Um, and I, I'm asking my clients now to work with me for a minimum of three months. Um, I found that this is a process, in fact. Um, you know, it's not as much as I would love to offer something that was, a, you know, an instant quick fix. I mean, we all want that. I mean, I want that too in my life. Um, but this is much more of a process. This is um, really connecting with your divine connection and really starting to integrate that into your everyday living. And that takes some time. And as we go through the process, I'm I'm helping people to learn about how their intuition works and start to tune into it um, and do that on a regular basis. It's a bit like a muscle. And the more you practice, the more you, you, you get stronger, you recognize it. It's, um, it's something that you, know, you, start to, you can start to bring in in your own life. Um, and then you know, I'm teaching you, I'm training you to start to kind of tune in to your life. And then what's happening as people are working with me is um, they're going to go out in the world and start testing the shifts that are happening internally as we work one-on-one mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of gaining confidence and trying new things, trying new behaviors, trying new activities, and starting to integrate it into their life, into their activities, into what they want to create um, and what's coming through for them. So it's a, it's a, it's a process for sure, and it is about really – Stepping into living an authentic life, which is, is not for everyone, um, it, does, uh, it takes a, a commitment to really showing up in your life um, and really being present to who you are and, and what you're here for and, and what you want to bring through in your life. So when you say it's not for everyone, you mean the action of getting there is not for everyone? Well, I have this way of saying that... Um, um, living um, a soul-driven life is not for wimps, um, <laughs> because it, it does really require a commitment. It, t- it requires a readiness and a willingness to kind of keep showing up in your life, um, and it's not easy. Now, um, if you work with me, I can help you. I can support you. I can uh, really kind of help translate the process um, so that it gets a little easier. It happens faster, and you can uh, you can really kind of move into it with ease and grace, which is you know, what I want to be able to help you do. Got it. By the way, I got a little comment from the from the chat room for you, which is a... Oh, G- wonderful. It's, just a, it's not a question, but I just want to share it with you. G.I. Gurdjieff, who I'm not familiar with, says that our job here on Earth is to find our soul. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's true. And it's, the amazing thing about the soul is it's... um. It's something that you can know directly. You can have a direct experience of it in your body. You can feel it. You can sense it. Um, you can start to bring it through. You can you start to express it through your heart, through the way you relate to those in your life, the way you relate to your job, the way you relate to yourself. Um, it's something that you can start to bring in and really have as a, a direct presence in your life. 
So would you relate the uh, soul callings to uh, like finding your passions, or is that a different? Is there a difference? Um, it is similar for sure. Um, and the thing that's fun about soul callings is that um, you know, as we are living our lives, they they can change, they can grow, they they you definitely have different ones throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, different stages as you go through. Um, so they're they're constantly evolving with you, so to speak. Um, and they are part and parcel to our passion and our pleasure and our joy. Um, and they're also um, part of how we express our our unique spirit, our unique spark, so to speak. Um, you know, it's like I might have a soul calling to be a fashion designer, but what I bring through and my fashions, you know, they're not going to look and feel and be the same as, as like Diane von Furstenberg, for example. Um, you know, how it comes through me is going to be uniquely created because of, of my uniqueness and, and who I am. And that's the case for everyone. Um, and it's, it's kind of amazing to think about that because you're like, wow, you know, I'm, it, on the surface it may look like I'm doing something that the next person is doing. But in fact, because it's, it's, if it's truly authentic and it's truly your passion, it's truly your creative expression, it's going to look, feel, and be really different than the next person sitting next to you. Mm. I know for me, for example, I have there's a huge part of me that that lives to make people laugh. I love to get up and sing, and that's like a part of a passion of mine. It's also a way that I relate to the world. Do you feel that that's something that's in the same arena, or is that in different place? Absolutely. It definitely is. Um, it's like if you're not, like for instance, here's a way to know if it's a soul calling. If you're not doing it, does your life kind of take a dull color? And if you're not expressing yourself in that way, do you just like have a harder time kind of going about your life? It's just like, you know, like getting your, your mojo on just gets a little bit harder and staying positive and staying engaged and staying in flow in your life. Just There's like a little bit more drag if you're not doing it. But when you're doing it, you're like, you're on, you have fun, it's like interactive, you're out there, you're really expressing who you are, you're interacting with other people, you're really sharing who you are, and it's coming through in this like fun, expressive, playful way. Yeah. (laughs) Did I sum it up right? That's pretty good. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I know that when I'm when when I'm if I go too long without doing with if I'm not either making somebody laugh or I'm getting up and singing or I'm doing even doing the radio show is related to it. It's all part of my my way of how I want to be in the world. Exactly. So that's all part of your soul calling and all the different ways in which you express it, in which you bring it through, in which you create is all part of expressing your unique spark, your unique self. So yes, you're tapped into your soul calling, I would say. <laughs> cool. And and, and even even though it, I'm not for example, I'm not uh, generally speaking a professional entertainer, I have been. But when I'm doing a, like coaching is another arena for me where I'm where I'm experiencing something that I'm good at doing and something that I love to do. And there are two different places for me, and I, and I probably would would uh, feel less. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I know that I, I if I go too long without some sort of performing or 
making somebody laugh. I, I will feel worse than if I went too long without coaching somebody. Mm-hmm. But I love coaching yeah. people. Absolutely, it's a it's a that's a beautiful example of a soul calling because it's it's your unique way of of expressing you of being you in the world, sharing who you are, and um, and without it, you know, your life just doesn't take on the same you know the same life you know like the same um, the same sense of joy. So you know, yes, it's something that there's a light up that goes on when you're when you're when you're connected to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's definitely connected to, um, you know, things that you just enjoy, things that are pleasurable for you, uh, things that bring you joy. I mean, it's always interesting because a lot of times my clients will, will want me to give them a whole bunch of exercises or, 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 or tell them to meditate. That's another thing. People always want me to tell them to meditate. And oftentimes I actually won't suggest that. I'll say, okay, let's start to tap into the activities you already enjoy that bring you pleasure. And maybe it's, it's some kind of art expression. Maybe it's some kind of sports or exercise, um, maybe dance. Um, there's so many different ways in which we, we tap into our joy or we tap into our pleasure. And sometimes you just need to really bring that out, really be more conscious about bringing that out, just like you did. You might not have previously, like, you know, kind of pushed yourself to get out there and entertain in some way. But once you did, you started to, to feel more in flow. You started to feel happier. You felt more present to who you were. You, you, you just, like, life just got more fun. And it's like it's the same. So I'm always trying to suggest things that people already enjoy doing and bringing those out. And some people are in a place in their life where those activities that have been giving them joy, have given them pleasure, they're not quite in the same place. And so sometimes you're in a place in your life where it's time to go and explore and try new things and see, you know, what lights you up, what's fun again, what feels joyful to you. Because especially... Um, when you know we're work, we're all working hard. We're working in cities. We work a lot. It kind of it kind of um, you know kind of drains us a little bit. And so it's important to to constantly be finding ways that you you can tap into your joy. You can tap into fun. You can tap into play, and and keep exploring that for yourself. Because there's so many ways in which we can we can express that and let that come through. So Elizabeth, have you encountered some unusual? soul callings that anything that surprised you that's a great question let me think about that no i mean i think the funny thing about uh this the work that i do is that um one you know one of the things i'm really doing is holding a space for people to show up as they are and and to really feel fully accepted, um, you know, in, in a very holistic way. And so in that sense, um, it's pretty hard to surprise me, actually. It's, um, well, have you it's, surprised them? Have they been surprised by what was discovered? Oh, yes, most definitely, most definitely. Um, yeah, especially because when people start to, excuse me, really listen to their deeper voices, Sometimes, you know, there's um, a lot of times what people discover is it's a lot it's a lot more quiet than they think. They they kind of think that what's going to happen is that noisy voice that's always telling you what to do and pushing you around and bossing you around and telling you what's wrong with you 
is going to be replaced by this other bossy voice that's now going to line you up with your with your mission in life, with your purpose, with your happiness. And it doesn't quite work like that. It's um, it comes in sometimes um, you know kind of in a quiet way, hmm. and it's about learning how to just be present with a, a deeper quiet uh, with yourself and with your with like yeah just like just kind of opening to something that's much bigger than than where you you know like like the playground you've been playing in becomes much much more vast, and and that's new for people a lot of times. I, I, you know, without obviously without uh, revealing anything that you couldn't reveal, but I'd love to hear if there's anything you could share with with us. What uh, of a, diff- a couple of types of things that were discovered? Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot of times, I mean, one of the things that happens, you know, as we as we grow up and as we're, we're, we go through the, the educational system and we learn how to be adults, we learn how to be in the world, um, we have a lot of training, we have a lot of beliefs, we have a, a lot of ideas about who we should be, how we should be. And a lot of times what I'm helping people do is, is kind of peel back all those restrictions, peel back all those <laughs> rules, all those kind of layers of shoulds, um, and kind of... Um, yeah, sort of shifting out so that you kind of can start to make space for more of you to show up and more of you to be authentic and more of you to express who you truly are. Um, so a lot of times people are going into pretty deep places, um, you know, places that aren't necessarily easy to access, um, you know, in day-to-day um, life experience. Um, and so that's you know, that's a pretty magnificent journey to, to be able to go in and, and kind of understand your own internal landscape and uh, and be able to explore that. Because one of the things that's, um, I think, a little bit different about how I work is that my process is very interactive, and I'm really helping people to really go in and discover what's happening for them. And I'm helping guide, I'm helping interpret, um, and I'm helping hold the space and mirroring that back. But I'm also really asking my clients to to do that for themselves and to learn how to really access what's coming up for them um, with me um, and really um, step into discovering their own treasure chest. So is there anything more specific, like look, I like you work with somebody who wound up, I don't know, becoming a ballerina. You know, I'm just making it up. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing about soul callings is that they're generally, um, they're generally like these. Even if they're deeply buried, you know that they're there. So, and you kind of you're, you've done your best to ignore them. You've done your best to bury it. You've done your best to say, "Stop tapping me on the shoulder." You do all kinds of things to do to to avoid the soul calling. But generally, everybody knows knows what they'd really like to be doing. And he, and even if you can't express it, I mean, for a long time, people would ask me that question, and I really couldn't answer it. Um, um, but generally, people do know. So, so like for instance, I worked with a client, and um, um, you know, she she kind of like slowly kind of started admitting that her dream really had been to to live in Paris and um, and work there and really make her life there. Now she um, she waited over let's see, 25 years, I believe. 
And, um, and then working with me, we started like really opening to this calling and really helping her believe that this is something that she could do. And a tremendous amount of change came through in her life, um, you know, just having to leave a job, um, opening her own company, kind of making these um, dramatic kind of fun- fundamental shifts. And what happened was she like suddenly had this opening where her work was now flexible enough that she could follow her soul calling and move to Paris. And that's what she did. And it was like absolutely magical to watch it unfold. And, and it, it's not that her journey wasn't full of challenges or delays or, or having to be patient to see how things come through. There was all the tests that come with really following a soul calling. Um, but she did it. And she lives there now. And it's like it's just really, really amazing and really inspiring. Because even if you hold off, even if you try as hard as you can not to listen to that soul calling, it, it will just keep waiting until you're ready. No, that's a that's a beautiful thing. That's a great story. Mhm. And now you also do. Um, oh, you know what I wanted to ask you is, uh, do you have any particular like your training that got you here? Besides mm-hmm. um, anthropology, I mean, like what what kind of training brought you into this? Mhm. Well, I have a lot of training, and I've done so many different things. Um, so I definitely have, you know, done my own spiritual searching without question and, um, you know, just really, I mean, I've traveled around the world definitely, um, you know, not necessarily could I have specifically articulated what I was looking for at the time, but I was definitely seeing something. I was just really, you know, really checking a lot of things in the world out. You know, I went uh, to India. I I studied um, with a yoga master. I went to the place where the Buddha attained enlightenment, and I stayed there in a Buddhist retreat for a number of weeks. And I was really searching. I, I've definitely visited a number of the of the big gurus um, in India, um, just really, you know, just trying to learn as much as I could and figure out, well, what am I looking for? You know, like just knowing there was something out there that I was looking for, and. Um, by way of, um, you know, another retreat that I did, I, I met a number of wonderful women that I became great friends with. And one of them said, you know, I, I think you should work with, uh, with this man that I know of. And, um, and so I ended up meeting with him, and I said, yes, he's the one, um, you know, I was really looking for. And, and what I was looking for was a very um, straightforward, very direct process that didn't have a lot of trappings. Uh, it didn't have a guru. It didn't have, you know, a specific house you had to live in. It didn't have a specific color you had to wear. It didn't have a lot of, of these sort of rules that often kind of uh, develop around, um, you know, the spiritual practices. Um, so I was looking for something that was very direct. And so I worked with my, uh, with my main teacher, um, for a number of years, um, training under him, mentoring, um, practicing, um, all kinds of things, so that um, you know that's like the fundamental training to to the process that I do now. Is there a, is there a a, um, a name for that? Mm-hmm. Um, he referred to his practice as transformational attunement, and it's it's working with the soul in the, a very similar way in which I work. Yeah, I have never heard of it until just now. Mhm. Yeah, but he's had a thriving practice for like 30 years, so 
and, and I say that because there's a lot of things I've never heard of. I so know. one so of the things I love, so by much. the way, I love about doing this show is that every week I get to learn something new. Absolutely. Well, there's so much stuff out there. So it is, you know, it is about just finding what resonates with you, finding the right person that resonates with you, um, and, you know, working with that and until you outgrow it or until it, you evolve and you're ready to explore something else. Um, by the way, I want to remind our listeners if they'd like to call in, we'd love to hear from you. Our phone number here is 646-929-2893. So just give us a call at 646-929-2893 if you'd like to ask Elizabeth a question. Now, I know you also do um, some group work. Mm-hmm. I do. Right now I am um, um, offering to... Um, meet up um, if you are interested in pu- like pulling together a group of amazing women who are interested in learning more about soul callings and what it means to live a soul-driven life. I am willing to uh, come and present, um, you know, a presentation on soul callings, uh, um, get people talking, get people interacting, do some exercises, and just have a fun time of it. Um, so right now I'm, I'm doing these gatherings. They're really amazing and fun. And I'm just having people invite um, close friends who might be interested in this. I'm also willing to do it with, um, with any kind of, um, you know, uh, organization or association that, that might be interested. I, I did it with a mastermind group one week, which was really fantastic. Um, and it's, yeah, they turn out to be these really amazing, heartfelt evenings. People are usually willing to open up and share. And um, you really you really get a more in-depth um, understanding of those people that you are already friends with, but now you may even have a, a wider perspective of, of what's calling through them in their lives. Now, you know, you have to be real careful when you say something like that on our show because you, what you may not know is that uh, I have listeners all over the place. So um, when you, you're based in New York. So where do you, do you do most of your work here? I actually do... Um, so it's true, if you want me in person, then um, you probably would have to be in the New York or nearby New Jersey or Connecticut region. I have been willing to travel to New Jersey so far, so that uh, it is feasible to, to get me out of the uh, New York City. Um, but in terms of working one-on-one, I do most of my work on the phone. So you don't actually uh, you know, have to, to be able to come to my office for me to be able to work with you. So... Group work, yes, if you want me in person. Um, I may be able to do something on the phone, um, but if uh, you want me in person, it would have to be in the area. But if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, um, it is feasible to, to work on the phone. Well, what if they want to send a plane for you? Oh, well, that, I would definitely welcome that. Okay, I just <laughs> want to make sure that, you, like, that the possibility is there. It's like, oh, you, 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 you're, you're mostly sticking to New York, New Jersey, but if... If um, somebody in some faraway land says, "Oh, this we have to have this here," we're sending a plane. You could work with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, if it lines up with what I have to offer and the and the audience is there, I definitely would be open to that. Because I know I I actually have um, at least uh, one or two listeners, believe it or not, in Morocco. Oh, wonderful! I'd love so, to go there. <laughs> and uh, uh, now, uh, which is more likely, they might send you a, by the way, a magic carpet. Oh, even better! That would be fantastic. The, the plane might be in the shop, but the magic carpet is available. Oh, 
That would be fantastic. I would love it. I would definitely ride the magic carpet. That would be so. That would be so. Cool. I would like to actually uh, uh, you know, get, uh, write about. I'd like to hear more about that. If that actually comes to pass, I definitely want to um, have you calling in from the carpet. Okay, I will do that for sure. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, let's see now. We actually have plenty of time left. So is there anything specific that you would like to share with me right now that you haven't even thought about? Um, no, you've done so great asking me some really fun questions. and um, Yeah. Well, you know what you could do? Why don't you ask me some questions that you would ask me if I were working with you right now? Okay. I'm just going to throw this out to the world and see what, see what comes out of it. Absolutely. Um, well, what is it that you're wanting to call through in your life at this time? What is it that I'm looking to say that again? To call through in your life. So, what does that mean exactly? Well, what are you, are there something that you're, you know, there's a lot of different areas in which you may feel already satisfied or working or you're doing some things, but is there any area or any, in particular that you're you're still wanting to bring in your life or you're still sort of uh, feeling like you you know there's there's still a longing or, or, or uh, there's more that you want from that area in your life yeah I would uh, there's a couple of them and one of them is is to is to speak in front of large groups okay and tell me more about that. Well, you know, it's, I have I have sung in front of a large group of people, I, over a thousand people. It's much more challenging to speak than it is for me to sing. And yet, I know that that's something that that calls me. When I when I I've been in I've been to many events where I've watched some powerful people get up and speak, and it's moved me and it's created who I am today as far as coaching and anything else I'm doing. And I would love to be somebody who can move a group of people, not just from singing or making them laugh, which is another arena, but to be a speaker. Okay. Wow. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah. I can see you on the stage, definitely. How does that look? (laughs) (laughs) That looks pretty good. There's an enormous crowd, and people are inspired. So, yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. So is there anything that's um, kind of blocking you from being able to do this? Is this something that's just uh, coming in? It's just you have to be patient? Or is this something that you want to, like, speed up the process and really step into this? Um, Well, it's one of those things where I've been talking about it longer than I should have already have done it. It's been it's been one of those things where I talk about I'm going to do you know, that's a it's it's been a someday thing for too long. Mhm. Okay. But it's something that keeps tapping you on the shoulder. Keeps tapping me on the shoulder. It won't go away. Not so far. Not so far. Okay. Beautiful. Well, it sounds like you've um, shared right up front here a, a, a soul calling that's coming through you and that wants to express itself in front of large numbers of people with you 
giving inspired inspired talks. Definitely. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Well, so I think, um, so what do you think is kind of stopping you? What's uh, getting in the way? Uh, well, the, the thing that that stops most people, and I'm certainly up there, is fear. You know, there's fears real and 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 imagined. Mm-hmm. The biggest uh, fear is that I will I will not know what to say. I will not um, I will forget my speech, or I will freeze, or nobody will want to listen to me. Well, that, that's 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 a typical uh, fear of speaking. Like what? If, like what if I don't have anything to say? I mean, that's that's a that's a fear, right? Mhm. Absolutely. So, when you're picturing yourself up there, and mm-hmm. you're picturing yourself when you're like in flow, and it's like it's like an amazing audience, and people mm-hmm. are really excited to hear from you. What's the topic that you're presenting on? Do you already know what the topic is? Do you already? Um, have a sense of of what you'd want to be sharing. I, I haven't. That's actually not, that hasn't been in in the the image. There's nothing specific in there other than that I see myself doing it. Okay, beautiful. So the missing piece here is is like what your topic is, what it is you're sharing, what's what's coming through you that would inspire the entire audience. Your message, essentially, right? Right. Okay. Yes, you know, so in the image, it's more like uh, if you ever watched the those Charlie Brown Christmas specials and the parents just have, have sounds instead of words. Mm-hmm. So that's in, in the image of myself. There's no, there's no specific, speci- I can't even say the word, specificity. Speci- mm-hmm. It's nothing specific. Okay, well, it sounds like this is something that we'd want to, uh, like, for instance, you work with me one-on-one, this is something we'd start to hold space for what it is that um, wants to come through you. Because I'm guessing that whatever it is that wants to express through you, and it's specifically in this kind of setting, um, is something that's very um, close to your heart in a way, and there is a lot of risk in you exposing this part of you. Um, and so in order to, to go deeper, your, um, you know, the suggestion might be that it's time to like start to open up to even more of who you are and be able to give you space um, in, in some way where you can start to listen to the deeper wisdom that's, uh, that's already part of you and that's already coming through you and allowing you room to kind of cultivate this, cultivate this uh, message that wants to be shared. Mm. Does that make sense? Sure, it makes a lot of sense. And sometimes it's okay not to know. I want to give you that okay. Um, and to allow yourself the freedom to, to play with the image uh, of you, play with it being fun, play with it like that, you know, you're like one of the Charlie Brown's parents and there's not really any real words. But um, as you start to let yourself play with it and have fun with it and just like allow yourself to practice, allow yourself to, to start to say things or put things out there and, and while you're just allowing yourself to imagine it, you start to just give yourself more space to allow it to come in, to allow it to be imagined. 
allow yourself to feel, uh, you know, even through your heart, what it is you want to express to this audience, what wants to come through you. Yeah, I get the, the, the tremendous sense that, that you're right on target. With with what's missing and where I need to go. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like that's something you can start to do? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm, good. I'm not going to do it in, in, in right now. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. That's okay. No, because sometimes, you know, the next thing that will pop in will be like, but I can't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to – I definitely can do it. It's, it's um, something to uh, for me to bring into – my space with with my whether it's with myself or with another coach, um, mm-hmm. probably not in in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. It'd be absolutely, too much silence. You, yeah, absolutely. But what might what might be um, kind of free up um, the pressure? You know, because there's like a lot of pressure. It's like, okay, I have the audience, I have the, the stage, I have the microphone. And, and I'm frozen, I don't have the message, it's just to start to allow yourself to have more fun, especially because you already love to make people laugh. And just, like, letting yourself just, like, have more fun with it, play with it, um, just start to – maybe you have to start out singing. Maybe you sing sometimes, maybe you speak sometimes, like, really letting all of you show up as you're just imagining it or playing with it or, or seeing where it can go. Um, you know, the different ways that you already know how to to step into it without the fear because you already know how to do that in certain areas and it's just a matter of kind of transferring it into this bigger arena, uh, this kind of bigger stretch that you're, uh, that you're imagining for yourself. You know, it's funny. As you're speaking and my mind is um, going in two places at the same time, one is specifically just listening to that conversation and the other one is, deep down is men at work, you know, there's a construction crew right now, like digging deeper, mm-hmm. you might say. And and I'm and I know that what's come up for me in this conversation is what have I been up against in my life? You know, the things that I have had to persevere in, the adversities that I've had to had to go through in my life, um, that I've been able to get through Breakthrough, transform through. You know what? You know my story. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure you've done it many times, um, and you can absolutely do it with something in the bigger arena, like you're imagining for yourself, for sure. So it's already starting to work, Elizabeth. Oh, I'm so glad. That's great. I can't wait to be in the audience. Okay. I hope you- I hope you'll invite me. <laughs> oh, you're of course you're going to be in the front uh, the front row. Great. In the VIP in the special fun. VIP section, which oh, I love VIP. I yeah, love that you right just put in front me of the VIP. rope. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, have you ever been to an Anthony Robbins event? I actually have not. I've definitely listened to tapes, but I haven't actually been to a live event. I, I went to one of his, um, you know, the uh, Unlimited Power. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, if I understand it correctly, even though it's it's the biggest numbers of people, but it's the smallest thing he does as far as the impact uh, that somebody might work with him. But I remember watching, you know, they had this very um, special group up front of the people who who um, 
work with him in a particular way. You know, there was like the people not just paying the extra money for the seat, but they they actually they pay tremendous amount of dollars to play with him. Literally, I mean, they they go on these adventures all over the world and on, um, you know, like uh, I don't know, mountain climbing in Tibet or something. Mm-hmm. You know, something yeah. audacious, audacious adventures, and 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 play with him. And, it, and, it, and it, the amount of money they pay is something like that. somebody would be happy to make in a year, kind of a money. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the privileges they get were to be up front at his events. And it was very, very powerful. He was actually one of my inspirations as, or role models of where I, I would want to go. Mm-hmm. If, if I could be um, a tenth as big as that, I would be a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Because he's a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, without question. And the, and the level of comfort. So when I watch somebody, I, I like to watch people. And whatever they do, when I see the level of comfort that they're playing at, when they're able to be 100%, like the word you use is authentic, and to be 100% authentic in front of everybody, that's a very powerful thing to be able to be, to be able mm-hmm. to do. Absolutely. But you do have to remember that his audience didn't start out that big. Of course His audience not. has grown. But, yeah, absolutely. He's he's had to go step by step like all of us in a lot of ways. And he definitely, no question, made amazing leaps and bounds. Um, but he's he's definitely, you know, had to, to follow his own path. So you can start where you are, too. And you can be in that place, too, and down the road. Well, thank you. And yeah. you don't, you're not going to have to pay $75,000 a year to be in my front row when I'm there. Oh, right, fantastic. Yeah, you need a special VIP ticket, so I just want to let you know. Okay, great. I love it. I'm all over it. So uh, you had mentioned before uh, uh, something, some things you'd be willing to do uh, for anyone in our audience who was able to put it together, but I want to get, invite you to, uh, to offer our listeners Okay, wonderful. Something. Well, um, I am offering a private soul breakthrough to anyone who's interested in speaking with me about their um, their own soul callings and what's coming through for them at this time and what's um, what's what's showing up and um, and then talk with me about you know what um, a soul discovery plan could look like for them and talk about how my programs could support their their journey and and help um, really allow them to open up to more of what they are desiring to bring into their lives. So I am offering a breakthrough, uh, soul breakthrough session for any listeners. Um, the first 14 people who sign up will get it for free, um, and you will be able to sign up on my website. It's uh, www.soulcallingsonline, three words, dot com, and it's going to be um, also up on Andrew's um, Coach's Corner website so you can always click on there and just make a note in the in, in when you sign up for it that you heard about the um, offer through the coach's corner and um, and I will offer that to you for free well that's a very generous offer yes absolutely well I'm excited to reach out to more people and be able to support more people on their journey and yeah I mean it's a it's, a, it's an exciting uh, adventure for sure 
That's that's awesome. And also, you uh, if if a if um, a group of people was it really a group of women wanted to to get together? Yes, um, yes. If there's groups of women out there, organizations, networking associations, and or even um, your close friends, and you'd like to host a, a gathering, I call them a soul callings gathering. Uh, they're lots of fun. We can do it. An, an evening or an afternoon um, event in two hours or less, and I come in, and it's just a really lovely, intimate way to get together and talk more about what's coming through in your life, learn more about soul callings, and just have a really soulful good time. Is there a, a, like a minimum number of people you would want for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, if it's hosted in someone's home, I'm asking for a minimum of six women. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, in a in a more public setting, that then we would kind of t- uh, work out. But it would, yeah, probably be a, a minimum of six for sure in a in a more public setting. And a maximum of. A maximum, not. Handle. I'm pretty open right now. Yeah, um, you know, because there's a lot of different ways that I can structure it to to the audience. So depending on what the audience is interested in and the time frame, et cetera. Oh, great. So you know, get a large group of women together or a small group of at least six women, and that's something they can get by contacting you again at? Say mm-hmm. it again. Directly. Um, you can email me, uh, Elizabeth, at soulcallingsonline.com. Uh, so three words, soulcallingsonline.com. Wonderful. Wow. So thank you so much, Elizabeth Joy Mueller. Thank I, you I so love much. that you have joy in your name. Thank you. Yes, so I wonderful. was. I was definitely blessed with a beautiful name, and I thank you so much for um, for hosting me, having me on the show. It's been a real pleasure. It's been really wonderful, and I've really enjoyed myself. Well, thank you so very much. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, listening, uh, tune in next week when my guest will be Jennifer Wilkov. and that will be again next Thursday night, 9:30 p.m. Thank you so much for listening to Coach's Corner, and you can find me at www.myfuturecoach.com or on Twitter at twitter.com slash coachandrew. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Good night.